Good morning. Welcome to the Home Care Assistance of Denton County podcast show, episode 7. I'm your host, Tamika Jackson. Today's segment is sponsored by the Smoothie Factory, located at 2000 North Plano Road, Suite 103, Richardson, Texas, 75082. If you're in need of a healthy beverage or snack, then look no further. The Smoothie Shop has exactly what you need. You can now download your order and they will have it ready upon your arrival. Again, located at 2000 North Plano Road, Suite 103, Richardson, Texas, 75082. If you mentioned that you heard us on today's show, you'll receive 10% off your favorite beverage or snack. Today's guest is Ms. Lori Williams of Lori Williams of Senior Services, LLC. Today's topic is loneliness and seniors. Thank you for joining us, Ms. Lori. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you are more than welcome. So, loneliness and seniors. Tell us about that. So, working with seniors as I do, we find that it's just truly an epidemic mm-hmm. because what happens, um, people lose their social circles as we age. You stop working, maybe family moves far away, um, they may have some physical issues, maybe they're not able to drive any longer, have hearing issues, and people can sometimes tend to isolate. And we just find the more you isolate, the more depressed and lonely, or the loneliness need, leads to depression. Exactly. And we run across several cases in our industry Mm -hmm. where we do have clients that have kind of went downhill because they don't have that family interaction or interacting with anyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had, I had a client once that she went through the depression stage where she was married to her husband, maybe 57, 58 years. He passed away. And she isolated herself from her family, from her neighbors. And we learned that she was a very outgoing person before we started with her. But, you know, her starting to isolate herself, she kind of got used to it. Mm -hmm. And she fell into that depressed stage. She was always crying. She stopped eating, you know, Mm -hmm. everything. So that is, you know, a very big epidemic, and a lot of people don't realize that. Absolutely. And those are some of the things you mentioned to to look for. Like they stop eating, they are, you know, depressed, they're crying, they're sleeping a lot or not able to sleep. Um, Even just being kind of like grumpy towards family members, those are all signs that something bigger is going on. And maybe you need to dig deep into it and see if it's time to get some assistance or encourage them to get involved and um, you know break free from just sitting home I, I would be depressed if I sat home all day I and know. just watch TV <laughs> you know we all need that social interaction even if you're not a super social person you still need to have some interaction with some other people maybe do something that makes you you know feel that you are giving back you know, maybe volunteering. There's so many things that even if you're 85 years old, you can still lead a productive life. That is so true. And, you know, a lot of our clients that we work with, or even those that we haven't worked with, there are um, places out in the community, as you said, Mm -hmm. that they can do. They can go and volunteer. Mm -hmm. They can go to the senior centers. Uh, we have a lot of clients that tend, they like to go out to the movies, they like mm-hmm. to go shopping, yeah. you know, um, and the biggest issue is 
we see people that they also have family, but then family gets too busy to do things with them. Everybody is working. Your children are trying to take care of your grandchildren, and they just don't have the time mm -hmm. for mom or dad. Yeah. And, you know, that's where we come in. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, you have recommendations yeah. for those that really don't get that family interaction. Absolutely. What are some of those? What Do you know what places do you would you recommend for them to go to? So some of the things I do, I recommend them to go to senior centers to get involved. There's so much um, to be offered at these senior centers that people don't realize. Um, if they're not able to get there, then either get a friend or a family member or a home care agency to help you with that. Um, also, like the YMCA, there's volunteer programs in this area, Denton County. There's the RSVP, which is the retired, now I'm going to say it wrong, retired senior volunteer something anyhow but it's a great organization where they can hook you up with going into the schools to volunteer read with the kids they have different programs that they can connect you with um, and then Meals on Wheels is another great one where sometimes seniors are isolated in their homes they're not eating well they this gives them an opportunity to get a healthy meal and then also see someone that can yes. check in on them maybe you know just visit for 10 minutes play a game with them, you know, whatever, just something to have that interaction with another human. Um, and then there's always, if they get to the point where maybe they're ready to go to a senior community. We have independent livings, assisted living communities, and the beauty of those places, they have so much to do. There's transportation for them. There's three meals a day. There's all kinds of activities um, they could get involved with painting. Maybe they always wanted to mm -hmm. learn to paint you have that opportunity because all of these um, you know resources and activities and things are brought in for the group they may want to go on a field trip and there's all kinds of things like go to the state fair of texas go to out to out to dinner go to the botanical gardens i mean there's just so many things that you're not able to do if you're home by yourself and you're no longer really able to drive and your friends are aging as well exactly so that's kind of the beauty of senior living if that's you know the option they want to choose and being lonely and isolating can also be a decline in their health mm -hmm. you know so we do have to consider that factor if we had a senior that actually say for instance like I said before some of them may not have family that can interact with them some of them may not have family at all mm -hmm. uh, they may not have the resources to be able to be an independent living where do you think that they could actually, which the Senior Center, I believe, is free. Some of them are. I know the one locally is, I think it's $10 a year. It's very reasonably priced. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, because um, like Ariel and I, we're doing an event there, and mm -hmm. she goes and she does the bingo. She calls bingo. I know they have uh, the Zoom, the senior, Zumba with seniors. Yes. Is, is one of and the things. Line that, dancing. <laughs> line dancing, of course, which it can also be good for us. It yeah. just doesn't have to be for seniors. Uh, my mom is a Zumba instructor, and she sent me a video of where she did Zumba with seniors. Mm -hmm. And with Zumba, they have the cute little skirts with the coins on them. And I noticed on the video, I sit down, 
are they more enjoying the exercise or are they just enjoying the noise with the coins <laughs> or clinging? Because you would look and you would see that some of them were shaking their hips better than we can. Yeah. You know, and we still have a long way to go to reach mm-hmm. their age. Yeah. You know, and when they are doing activities with other, especially in groups, we find that they will participate mm-hmm. a lot more than just doing one-on-one. You know, don't get me wrong. Some people may not like large crowds. Mm -hmm. They may just want that one-on-one attention. But, you know, it is a fact that when you're doing it as a group, you are not only um, socializing, you're dealing with more than one person. And, of course, if you get to the event and say, for instance, as they so-called say, we have Debbie Downers, and you're not used to doing uh, activities of at the senior center, you're used to doing things in your church, but you can no longer get to the church. You either don't have transportation or, you know, it's just not safe for you to drive anymore. And you can't afford services like ours to go out and take you. So then the next step would actually be maybe going to, um, you said Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels. Where they they can do the meals, they'll come to you. Meals on Wheels, when you send them doing activities, have you ever known for anyone to... I've known for some to go in and maybe work a jigsaw puzzle with them. Just spend, they don't have like hours to spend there because they're delivering other meals. Mm-hmm. But they can come in and, um, you know, maybe do like a jigsaw puzzle, answer a question on a crossword puzzle, just visit a little bit, see how their day's going. And just another set of eyes to see, you know, maybe go to deliver a meal and see that this you know, lady is sick or, you know, something else is going on. Maybe she's fallen. Exactly, exactly. And, of course, we do uh, find that those that they lose their appetite Mm -hmm. when they go into depression, if you are preparing a meal for them, and we tell a lot of our caregivers, save save your lunchtime to be able to eat with them during their lunchtime. And that's a good way to get them to eat. That's so important because it's it's better to eat with someone, you know, and then you're visiting. And mm-hmm. there's that whole aspect where if you eat every meal alone, that would be depressing and, and sad that you're always by yourself. That's um, true. And back to the senior center and activities. They're for everyone. So they even have like seated chair exercises. So if you're not mobile, there's still ways to get your body moving and just Getting moving also helps with your mood. The chair size. Yeah, absolutely. The chair size. We actually play videos for our clients Mm -hmm. that are not able to, that they have a limitation with their mobility. Mm -hmm. We pull them up on YouTube, and I mean, the chair sizes are good for us too, you know. Uh, So I have like rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. So I want to be able to, as I tell my kids, um, they tend to fuss at me because they say, you do more than what you need to be doing. You know, you need to slow down. You need to get some rest. I have a five-year-old granddaughter. Like, well, no, you know what? I'm going to keep running around with her. I can't run around anymore. And not only do we find loneliness with seniors, it's with uh, younger adults. Mm-hmm. It's with children. Uh, one thing that I did find out years ago, I never thought of a senior actually wanting to commit suicide because they fell in that rut of being lonely and depressed. And it's it's growing, unfortunately. I was just reading some statistics um, earlier today about that, that the incidence of suicide is rising, is rising with seniors. And a lot of times they won't 
tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. There's a whole stigma from their generation that they don't want to go to a psychiatrist. They don't want therapy and they may not even want to take medication, which in in worst cases, you do need medication at times to to lift the mood. Um, So, yeah, that's a, a huge problem um, more and more because they, they're so isolated and like you said a lot of times their kids live out of town they're here by themselves they've lost um, they've had so much loss they've lost their career because they've retired they may have lost um, you know the ability to get around they may and this is something I read and I hadn't thought about maybe you love to read but you've lost your vision yeah and that would be a tough one and that one kind of resonated with me because I love to read and that would be a hard thing to lose that ability um and then they've also lost some of their dear friends imagine losing all your best friends you know you don't have those people that you used to connect with so I can see where that if you don't get it in check that it could lead to you know to suicide and some people yeah and, and it's very sad like I said you know I never thought that I could hear about a senior mm-hmm. that wanted to commit suicide uh, we've had experience with two people uh, within our agency before that were seniors and when I went to see one particular client and when the daughter mentioned it to me I said suicide He's 85 86 years old why on earth will would he want to commit suicide? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you've lived majority of your life. You need to enjoy the rest of your time here. Well, one of the things that I did find out was when you take a lot of their independence away mm-hmm. too, that causes them to isolate themselves. In this particular case, you thought, well, I don't think dad is safe anymore at home, so we're going to move him in with us. So you're selling everything that dad worked hard for. You're taking dad or mom out of the home that they built for you Mm -hmm. and raised you and, you know, as a child. Exactly. But then the child may say, well, you know, I think it's going to be better for us that you're here with us instead of being at home by yourself. But then you get them home with you and some of the children, they still don't have time for their parents, you know, and mom or dad is still in that isolation you know they're still deep in depression even if they have agencies that come out like us Mm -hmm. we run across some children that say well i want to save a certain amount of financial uh, funds for mom or dad when they're going to really really need to spend money Mm -hmm. not right now not realizing that right now is important just as much as further on down the line that's a good point because it is about quality of life exactly quality of exactly you know you're pretty much pushing them Mm -hmm. deeper and deeper and deeper into depression you know and and that is something that we don't want to see with any age Mm -hmm. whether if it's children young adults or seniors we you know it, it, it affects others that see that as well, and there's so much that you want to do, but your hands are tied in, in different types of ways. Yeah. You know, um, what would you recommend for those, besides going to the senior centers, if they financially can't afford and go out and do certain things, do they have, uh, besides the senior centers, Places that you can go where they have events set up and you can sign up for them. Mm-hmm. So if they're still able to, you know, drive and, and get around, 
you could do through the YMCA. There's a group there, Silver Sneakers, that could get involved with that. Okay. Um, with their churches, there's all kinds of uh, senior groups in churches, so they could get involved in, in that way. Um, volunteering, like the RSVB, RSVP group I mm -hmm. mentioned, there's other groups that you can volunteer through. It's just getting them to get out of the house. And I, and I realize sometimes it's hard if you are, if they don't have a friend or a buddy to kind of help encourage them, give them that push. So I think that's really important that we notice our, maybe our senior neighbors. Um, I know I have neighbors on my street who are in their 90s. So it's, we all need to check in on them, make yeah. sure they're okay. And that's a good point that you're making too, because we actually have a senior that lives next door to us. Mm -hmm. Now, give it the fact that he can still drive around because um, he loves to go to the casino in Oklahoma, <laughs> or he goes to Louisiana. If I say, I haven't seen you in a few days, oh, I went down there to the casino, you yeah. know, and, and uh -huh. won some money. I lost some money, won some money. Now, this is a person that we've been in this in our neighborhood for about 12 years. He's been our next-door neighbor ever since. And all of a sudden, one day, you stop seeing his car move. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering, what's going on with him? Because I, I, I'm used to him always being gone. Yeah. Come to find out, you know, he's had a fall. Um, he had to end up having knee surgery and everything. He's never been married. He didn't have any children. Mm -hmm. The small family that he did had, uh, a half rather, they kind of took advantage of him. Mm -hmm. So that took away uh, um, a lot of his independence. Mm -hmm. That took away from him saying, I still want to be able to spend time with my family because that's most importantly, life is so short. Absolutely. You know, we never know, know the day nor the hour mm -hmm. when God will call us home. So we need to enjoy life while we can. So I figured, well, okay, I'll start sending my daughter next door. I'll send my son, see if he needs something. I, you know, do some things around the house, do some mm -hmm. things in the yard. They started doing that and he absolutely loved it. You know, he was very happy about it. And when school was over, tell them to bring me their last report card. Tell me how they did, you know. I'm going to get them something if they do good. When are they graduating? You know, mm -hmm. when are they on program? You know, he really started enjoying the fact that not only was someone visiting him, but it was a younger person that was visiting him, and he was feeding off of their positive energy. Yeah. And giving him a purpose. Exactly, too. giving him a purpose. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone loves my husband in our neighborhood. You know, I, I think they kind of overlooked me because I'm seven feet. I mean, he's seven feet tall, oh, wow. and, they, <laughs> and they overlooked me, you know. And so... Uh, he, our neighbor, he loves them to death too. We have another neighbor that around Christmas time, one day we get a knock on the door and he said, you know, you guys have kids. Can you come over and decorate my Christmas tree for me? So we'll decorate your Christmas tree. And we went over there and he just enjoyed having a family around to put the tree up. And he mentioned, he said, my wife and I, we used to do it all the time. Our grandkids, they used to be here with us, and now they're all grown. They went on about their lives. I wanted to get in the Christmas spirit, but I tried, and he did make us look. He said, this is the only ornament I could put up on the tree. Oh. You know, and once I put the one ornament on the tree, I looked around, and it was just me and my dog. Well, of course, the dog can help you put an ornament up. Yeah. You know, and he's... It, and, it really, and it had to dawn on him at the last minute because this was like at 9 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, let's all just put on our robes and go across the street <laughs> and, and help him decorate the tree. Mm -hmm. You know, we did that. All of a sudden, I turn around. He's making hot cocoa, and he Aww. enjoyed it. You know, yeah. he enjoyed it. And I told him, well, well, well anytime you want to come visit, 
we're right across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want uh, my daughter, she can come walk the dog when she's walking our dog. You know, you don't have to do those things. Mm-hmm. He said, well, you know what? I like walking my dog because then I can get out of the house. The only thing is I'm afraid to go too far, even though I want to go further just to the stop sign mm-hmm. and back to my house. I said, okay, well, let's uh, let's think about this. I'll send my daughter over here and you guys are my son and you guys can walk the dogs together. Mm-hmm. We started doing that. He's walking blocks. Now he's walking up the trails, wow. everything. So it's just the fact that even when you know individuals in your neighborhood, uh, at your church, mm-hmm. when you see that majority of the time they're all they're alone by themselves, all we have to do is reach out. Conversation yeah. is free. And I think it's so important also to have that intergenerational because so many kids don't maybe don't haven't grown up with their grandparents nearby because Mm -hmm. they live out of state. That's the case for my kids. But I think it's such a huge benefit that these kids who are 15, 16 years old can speak with someone who's a World War II veteran. I mean, to just touch that piece of history is amazing to me. Um, And I think we should encourage kids to get more involved in visiting with seniors and the senior centers and their neighbors and just understand and and want to hear their stories because the stories that these seniors have to tell are amazing and as a society we need to do a better job of that in my opinion that that is true and Mm -hmm. you know and like i said you know communication is the key Mm -hmm. um just saying hi and bye and how are you doing it doesn't take much yeah. You know, but you fail to realize just that those few little words can take a, it can make a big effect mm-hmm. on their day. You yeah. know, they probably woke up feeling kind of sad and just to see someone wave and say, you know, hey, Mr. Joe, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. And for him to be able to say, I'm fine. How about yourself? Just that small talk yeah. means a lot mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And I know one of the things I noticed, I worked in a senior living community at one point, an independent living, and we would have these ladies who would move in. And I just happened to notice, because it's usually, there's more ladies than men uh-huh. <laughs> after a certain age. So I, my office was right outside the area where they would gather for like a little coffee clutch in the morning. And I would listen to them speak. And it was, to me, it really kind of hit home. They would talk about when they were widowed. So I was widowed in 99 or I was widowed in 2008. And they were making that connection with each other because they had shared that life experience that, you know, we haven't, you know, thank God. (laughs) So, but they were able to, they've all experienced those losses of losing a spouse, losing their home, having to downsize. And they just were able to support each other Mm -hmm. and, you know, speak of the, the same generation. So they talked about, you know, maybe it was Elvis or whoever was, you know, big when they were young and they could share all those memories together. And I I thought that was really that when I heard that and would listen to them, I'm like, that just really hit home for me that what, if you can afford it to go into an independent living community, for some people that is going to be the best fit for them, especially if they can no longer drive or they have limited mobility. So, um, 
You know, there's just so many options out there. If you're not ready to leave your home, which I totally get, I'd probably be the same way, mm-hmm. <laughs> then bring in home care. Have a caregiver come who can drive you around, you know, take you to the grocery, take you to a movie so you're not by yourself, take you to the senior center. Um, I just think it's so important to have those human connections in any way. Yeah, I mean, just a few hours a day, and where you're speaking on them being widowed, a lot of these people, ladies, like you say, preferably, mm-hmm. Um, they never remarry. No. You know, they it's they have that one husband. My husband mm-hmm. passed away. I no longer want to be remarried. Mm-hmm. So now it's it's just me. But finding how can I put it? We have you, you had clicks when you were in school, you know, yeah. and teenagers and everything. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's 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 a very sweet moment to be able to look and see a group of ladies that can really interact. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. There's the red hat click. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there's the blue hat click. Mm-hmm. You have a group that some of them are just crocheting together, and then they mm-hmm. start to develop their own clubs. Yeah. One thing that we had is um, at a facility we were seeing a client, we actually ended up starting a book club. I love that. And yeah. and, and they did. Uh-huh. They absolutely loved mm-hmm. that. They did the book club. Our caregivers got involved, too. They would all go out and check out books, or they would order in books. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Um, they would read them and just like how a book club does, you yeah. discuss, did you like the book? You know, mm-hmm. what was the best part? What you didn't like about it? You know, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and we see a lot of people, uh, like you said, volunteering. I don't know if they're still called the candy cane ladies anymore. Oh, yeah. Or candy stripers. Or is it candy yeah. stripers? Okay. I don't know that they still have them. <laughs> well, they actually do. Oh, do they? They actually do. I really believe, it's been a couple of years ago, though, where I saw the Presbyterian Hospital in 2499 where you had the little ladies, I don't know if they call themselves that, but they still all had on the red and white, you know, uh-huh. striped vests or jackets. Yeah. And, you know, just to even sit them being able to have some type of independence when they were just so used to working and you still have people coming up to you asking you for help. Yeah. Oh, that is like for volunteers. That's huge at the hospitals. They mm-hmm. always want senior volunteers at any of them. That's a great place to, to volunteer and and be around other people that is true that is true so Lori let our listeners know how they can get in contact with you if they would like any additional information or maybe even have you come in and kind of connect their their parents or spouses you know with Mm -hmm. some of the outsourced resources okay great um well it's Lori Williams senior services that's my business and I cover the Dallas Fort Worth area happy to answer any questions senior related or help you make the transition to either bringing home care in your home or find resources for senior living anything from independent assisted living memory care it's a free service to seniors and their families and I'm just happy to answer any questions you have connect you like I said with Meals on Wheels or with groups for volunteers volunteering and um, you can reach me and give you my number it's mm-hmm. 214-783-1222 you can also find us on facebook on um, our website is www.lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com and i will be including that information in our topic section when you are able to see this episode That's our show for today. Please remember to subscribe and share. You can find us on several podcast stations such as Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, just to name a few. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Tamika Jackson with Home Care Assistance, where we are changing the way the world ages. Be blessed and have a great weekend.